Hello. Hi. Welcome to another episode of When Football Met Soccer, a podcast where we talk about all the games of the week, everything exciting related to football that has happened. Uh, how are you, Hamza? I'm good. I'm Last good. Stretch, how about you? Last stretch of Ramadan. I'm good. I'm good. We are currently apartment hunting in the New York metropolitan area. Is that what they call it? That's what people have on LinkedIn. New York metropolitan area, aka I don't make enough money to live in Manhattan. Yes. Uh, But no, we are currently apartment hunting. It's a bit of a nightmare. And um, not sure if you guys know much about that, but everything is so expensive and space is so tiny. We get so used to having like a one bedroom, you know, a 600 square foot one bedroom in New York is considered decently sized, which to most Americans, maybe not Europeans, but. To yeah, most Europeans, Americans, Europeans have it's small one, one, one bedroom in cities, well. right? Yeah, exactly, cities. exactly. But I mean, t- to be honest, this rent is it, making six figures in New York City, being considered, you know, living paycheck to ch- paycheck and being, I wouldn't say poor, but at least you, you're not able to afford anything is insane to me. But yeah, it's getting harder to afford anything in New York, I think, overall. Yeah, exactly. So, since we like football so much, this is a sign that we should uh, move to Europe. Exactly. Let's move to Manchester. Yes. Def- I mean, things. <laughs> things nothing to do yes, with let's do I mean, there's a lot of games to go to. Move to Manchester to watch Manchester City. Well, and no, will, will, will you be able to go to United games? You'll be able to go to City games and then maybe Liverpool okay, and, so, and stuff. Sure. London is a little far. So you're going to have not to make. too far either. It's not too far, but you got to make the trek. That's how you basically like decide your career goals and life goals. By where you're going to go yeah, and watch Yeah, exactly. Soccer. Is there a good football team there? I mean, to be honest, by the way, quick announcement. Did you see this? Premier League is coming to the US. They're doing a summer tour. And they announced the teams that are coming. Chelsea, Newcastle, Fulham, Brentford, and I didn't write the uh, There's a few others. They're going to be uh, playing in Philly, Atlanta, mm. DC. Honestly, I think... Before in the past, maybe Chelsea would have been a big headliner. Yeah, now it's I like I want to go watch them. Right, but then again, they're the most well known in the U.S. Probably. Yeah, I don't think I'm I, like last last year. I didn't go watch uh, Barcelona versus um, what what was that thing like New York team, New York Red Bulls, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and I I think a friend went to watch the game was really okay. I don't know about these games because they're like friendly. So do you really actually want to watch them? Yeah. The only thing is maybe if you get a chance to meet the players. A friendly, like a national team friendly, I would go watch it because... That, that's like one of the few chances that the, 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 they the get players to play have together. to they play take it together. Seriously. So they have to take it seriously, right? But these guys, are, I don't know if they're going to take it it's seriously. It's just for publicity Newcastle, and money. why not? I, I would rather just go to fucking England and watch there. That's true. Yeah. That's true. The atmosphere is just... And plus, you have American fans who are watching football. I don't know about that. I've never watched a football match with Americans. I've never watched an MLS game either. Because they, oh, that's they, true. They're going to be playing some MLS team. Actually, not all of... No, they're playing each other. Oh. Why don't we start... Speaking of Chelsea. Yeah, I feel like this this pod is becoming... Every episode is shitting on Chelsea. That's... I think most people who are doing any kind it's, of football content just Chelsea. love... They, they give us so much content. But it's good. Yeah, people are making money. Not us, but a lot of people are making money on YouTube just talking about Chelsea. And exactly. People putting ads on their videos and so on and so forth. So Chelsea keeps fucking up. People keep making more money. I mean... Yes, and and plus it's not it's good even for Chelsea fans. They are miserable, but at the same time, like there's so many Chelsea fans ranting online and everyone's talking about how bad Chelsea is. Well, the Chelsea Brighton game. What do you think of that game? Brighton absolutely dominated. 
they they play so seamlessly, you know, like when they like they can weave through defenders so easily, they can pass through defenders, they win all their duels. It's like the the ball is glued to the the Brighton players because mm-hmm. they just mm-hmm. never lose it, right? And you can the scoreline of 2-1 does not reflect their domination, I mean, at all. Brighton had 26 shots compared to Chelsea's 8 and I really feel like Chelsea is kind of even regressing under Lampard. Is that if yeah, that's even possible? Yeah. Under Potter, at least they were creating a lot of chances. They would have twenty shots. It's now like, it's like they even lost that. Every coach they get from Tuchel to Potter to Lampard, it just keeps going down, degrading, right? And yeah. now they can't string more than like three passes yeah. together. They can't create chances and. I have to mention, by the way, the second goal from Julio and Ciso was amazing. It was his, I think, from his right foot, thirty yards out, so and good. even the assist that oh, nutmeg passed so from March, so good, yeah, really, really smart. And I looked it up, and Ciso is such a baby. He's nineteen years old. He's from Paraguay, and the way he celebrated, so happy for Brighton. They're an amazing team. I wish it was not two one. I wish it was an absolute. It could have been, yeah. And- you know, but. And I'm glad you talked about it that way because we want to talk about how good Brighton was and not how, or at least start with that. Start with how good Brighton was and not start with how bad Chelsea was because people always tend to talk about, oh, Chelsea did not do well. But no, in this case, Brighton was so much better. I'm really like, I think I'm in love with how Brighton play. They're, They're so, so fun to watch too. Yeah, they're so organized, so smooth. 10 shots on target versus two. Their ball retrieval is so fast. Great midfield and so many chances. With like that ball hitting the, the post at least once, and Kepa delivered some massive, massive saves. I mean, think if it weren't for Kepa, they would have been so fucked. And shots from outside the box were great as well. And there was a penalty that with Pulisic, I think it was a penalty. Pulisic basically touched it with his hand. There was a handball from Pulisic, and they didn't give them penalty, which keeps happening to them it for some reason. Keeps happening to Brighton. And yeah. Ferguson's attempt with Enciso, his name is Enciso, right? Enciso. Yeah, Enciso, fantastic. The speed, the precision. Like, and the, that ball was so difficult and they nearly scored it. And, like, I think Kepa's save was even better. Like, that was, like, that could have been the second goal. It was really good. I think second goal or first goal. Welbeck's goal between two defenders, really great. He just jumped between those two defenders and did it. And, of course, we can't forget about our dear, dear our, our dear boy, Matoma. Oh, my God. He's so good. Right? He's, he's really making. Good. He's the only guy making Asians proud around the world right now in football. <laughs> He is, do you know what I think? I look at Mitoma and I'm like, this guy plays for Brighton. And then I think about, oh my God, Ferran Torres plays for Barcelona. And I'm like, what is happening with the world? Why does Barcelona not have someone like Brighton? But but no, no, but think about it. If if Torre, Ferran Torres was bought into Brighton right now, it doesn't mean that he would be so poor. Because they have a system, they have a coach that has a certain no, way no, of playing, no. right? I don't, I don't think so. It's just like, it's like individual skills for those wingers. And what they're able to do, the dribbles. But but it, individual you can see sk- that it's different. Like he's more he's skillful. But if you're talking about individual skill, doesn't Chelsea have that? I mean, think look at the individual players. But they haven't been able to display it. I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying Ferran is like even worse. Yeah, I'm just so saying, saying he lacks even individual. Yeah, skill. Yeah, he lacks. I mean, like, that's it's, a poor it's, example. It's, it's, but it's really no. But like he plays for Barcelona. Like Barcelona arguably has a better, but he's not bigger history. And this is bright. He's a reserve. Kind and of a reserve and also. What's unfair is that Brighton is only playing for the Europa League. 
Like mm-hmm. that, that's that's Top the six. best. That's probably the best thing they could do. Right. But Barcelona's gonna go to Champions League, and I'm pretty sure Brighton is way better than Barcelona at this point, and would do way better than Champions League. I mean, if you just watch this game knowing nothing about the Premier League, yeah, you would think it's some some like Premier League top flight team playing some like but, bottom. But they've been playing consistently like this. I think, don't think this is the first time. So I learned an interesting fact about Mitoma this this week is that he wrote a university thesis analyzing dribbling only a few years ago. Ah. So, yeah, apparently uh, the winger initially turned down going professional to attend the University of Tsukuba. Tsukuba. Yeah, and his research in centered okay. yeah, in, near Tokyo. His research centered uh, around running with the ball while recording how he and his opponent reacted. And his goal was basically to find out the best was way to get past. Was this his undergrad major or something? For yeah, I thesis? think so. Yeah. What did he major in? Sports science? <laughs> Well, who would allow you to do a thesis like this? But that's that's awesome. But he did like an analysis, and so he wore a camera on his head, and he also observed what like how his eyes changed focus when he dribbled, and he would go back and. I was gonna make a racist Asian joke there. Please but. don't. And I, and he would he would back go back and analyze the results, basically. So like the guy, the guy. So is, studious. Oh my god. Maybe he's he's taking the results he got from that thesis and applying because it. Because if you look at the dribbles, like the ranking of the like the dribbles in the Premier League, he's ranked like among the the top mm-hmm. dribbles. Oh, okay. And I think the only thing they lack is efficiency and experience, or else they could have scored way more. Because at some point you you have to score. Like we don't care about you making so many shots. It's just because you're an underdog right now and you're fun to watch. But if you don't score, then you receive at some point. So I think they have been very unlucky, but uh, they could do better with experience. But really, uh, like a we blast to watch. You need to, to give watch. them some time. Yeah, it's no, no, okay. It's I think they're pretty. In terms of having a team like that, that's not you know like a Chelsea that has won all these cups and titles. I don't think they're inefficient. No, no, they're not. It's just like they... it's just that you would think watching how they play, they would have scored more. The scoreline just doesn't reflect that. But at the end of the day, they still win. Like, come on, they won against Chelsea for both of the Premier, yeah, in yeah. Premier League. Mm-hmm. They won against Liverpool. They won. I mean, this team is like I think they won the Arsenal as well. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, this Brighton's so fun. I think for any fan, any neutral fan in the Premier League, all enjoy to watch Brighton because oh, they're so good. Yeah, and and I think. I think even the, the Chelsea goal was a fluke. Like, they were also unlucky in that goal because it was, def- it was a deflection. So, Chelsea couldn't even, like, actually, like, score a proper goal. So, maybe we should talk about how bad Chelsea was. Yeah. So, who would get the blunt of that this game? It, it kind of rotates all the time. There's some constants, but... I mean, Pulisic, I, I don't know what he's doing. Honestly, uh, let, let, me, let me say this again. And maybe it's because people are going to say because I'm Moroccan. But at least Ziyech proved himself before. CH was amazing at Ajax. I'm still waiting to see that Pulisic is an amazing player who delivered a lot. Like, yeah, he played for Dortmund and all of that, but he wasn't great this game. He hasn't been playing for a while. He, that's why I think he, he stopped him. He had some nice passes and, no, you know. No, he was useless. But... That's why he stopped him. Sterling, nowhere. Like, Sterling is... I, I don't understand that player. I mean, we, we've talked about him multiple times. He was really, really bad. Gallagher, he just runs. Gallagher's like I think wasn't there like a tweet about him two weeks ago the guy's just doing cardio runs 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 non-stop and people would think that he's actually the only one with energy but that's all he does is run he has no technical skills in my very humble opinion and I don't know why they keep playing him all the time so he's yeah I guess like I guess he came from the school so they maybe have some sort of affection for him but he, he wasn't great Chaloba. Oh god, he was terrible. Oh my god, he struggled so much with Mitoma, and I think defense was so bad. Badia Chil was bad. Fofana struggled a lot as well. I mean, 
honestly, Reese James, not good, even when he was subbed in. Reese James is a bit of a hard one. It's a bit of a puzzle for me because he's so highly rated. Yeah, Yet, I don't think I don't see it. He's a good player, but he's not to the... He doesn't match how people... Hype. Yeah, he doesn't match how people think about him. Uh, as much as Kepa made some brilliant saves, I do have one gripe with him. Mm. Well, maybe several, but... Uh, well, then again, uh, well, then again, before Mendy was a great keeper at his prime, at his peak, right? And now because he, he got in... He's still a great keeper. I mean, I think... He be, still is. I, I don't know why I he's not it's, playing it's, it's at all, though. It's extremely unfair that a keeper like Mendy is sitting on the bench. Yeah, I, I really don't understand why that's going on. But like for Kepa, for example... And this happened during, for the Champions League game against Madrid as well. Although he can make some good saves, some of his decisions don't make sense. For example, you know that your team sucks in stringing passes together. Mm-hmm. You know that there's not a lot of time. You need to score goals, and they're not very efficient oh, in the I midfield. See what you're I see what but you're they, he never plays it long. He always com- passes it to the defender. Why would you do that? It's like this game again. It happened at the oh. end. They needed to try a goal. No, he wouldn't play it long. Like, like, he just passes it in the back. They have f- four minutes left. And they have no energy. And okay, do you know what? Let's construct all the it, like all the the opportunity and the attack from Kepa. And Kepa's gonna pass to the guy, and they're gonna pass it back to Kepa. Does and there's only sense? two minutes left. And that's why that's one thing I do appreciate about Ederson because Ederson a lot of times he will pass these huge long you balls, can, it can and be he's an assist. yeah. He's, I think, one of the few keepers that has several assists in the yeah, Premier League yeah, because yeah. he does that. That that is true. That is a good point. And yeah. he doesn't do that. I don't know if Mendy would do differently maybe he's not so great at those passes perhaps he's really young too yeah Kepa Kepa, really no he i think he has potential he's you know but in that i don't know why he does that but he is the bright spot in that team right now let's let's be honest like the whole and and and, and to be fair chelsea played their b team and then they stopped a few important players well you talk about Ziyech. And but they still yeah he came on he's like I haven't played for so many games and then you sub me on and this good of a team no 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 I, I need to come off right now I think I think he was he didn't have a bad game particularly he was okay he was normal but then again he hasn't played in I think over a month multiple games I do think though because he plays on that side with Reese James if they turn it on really well it could be good it's just that the players around them can't help them out too much like Gallagher yeah, and stuff, but right? Because but there's some chemistry between Reese James and Ziyech that I saw in those few minutes that were that were decent. Like he gave a really nice pass to Reese James who tried to cross it into the penalty area, but mm-hmm. it just didn't work out. Like I think there, there could be something there, but it's just the, the other players are not. I, I agree because I think that the original players that Tuchel had were not bad. Like if you go back to when Ziyech, Reese James and all these players... Even Mason Mount, all the, when they used to play together well, they were really not bad. I mean, now Mason Mount is really bad. I don't know what happened to him. And can we just talk about Mudrik? Because he, a lot of action happens, like, from his side. Zero goals in 11 games. Oh, my God. And, and it's, and I, and maybe if people don't actually watch Chelsea, they'll be like, I don't know what's happening. Maybe he's just unlucky, but he's just not good. Like, he's just, he keeps the ball too long. He's a little bit selfish. There was an opportunity where he could have passed to Ziyech. I don't think he was offside. Maybe I'm, I'm wrong. I think but, out of all the wingers, he's the worst. Of all the forward yeah, players on Chelsea, he's the worst. I agree. And he stayed the whole game. Uh-huh. I don't know. Like, maybe he's too young. Maybe he's still not, he still hasn't adapted. Uh, who knows? And I also think that maybe we'll talk later uh, about Joao Felix in mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. Chelsea-Madrid game. But anyways, at the end of the day, same thing about Chelsea. Same old. They gotten worse. Surprisingly, Mason under Mount, yeah, Lampard. Mason. But if you think about it too, it's kind of like they haven't. No other Premier League team 
has lost this many games as Chelsea I, has since October, yeah. right? So if you it's think four losses in a row, so now. if you think about that, basically what's keeping them from relegation is just Tuchel in yeah, the very beginning exactly. of the season, who has built a little bit before he got fired. Yeah, yeah. And then now they're just, you know... And on the Mason Mount point, he came on, was pretty crap, partially because he hasn't played, he was a bit yeah, injured. Yeah, he hasn't and played in a while, yeah. But you know this whole story around him wanting his contract renewal and demanding a pay raise? That's so stupid. At the same time, I understand where he's coming because because he's saying, not only am I... A Chelsea player. I've been here since I was literally six in the academy. And also because I'm a consistent and important England national player. Like that was also his. But argument. it doesn't matter. Like how is but, that related to No, no, because he's comparing himself to Sterling and Reese James. Because Sterling, so Mason Mount currently earns eighty thousand yeah. pounds a week. Sterling is the top earner, yeah, I, I think, three hundred twenty-five thousand, yeah. and Reese James makes two hundred fifty thousand. Yeah, Reese James makes a lot of money. For the, his the, age, right? These two make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. I think you can make the argument about Reese James a little bit more than Sterling because Sterling yeah, doesn't I even. know. I think because Sterling came from City, so when you come. And yeah. you already have yeah, established exactly. yourself, so you have a little bit Mount, more... Mount, I think, has not... At least Sterling, when he was at City, he did prove himself yeah, no, in he, some ways. He hasn't done anything. Mason Mount... Wait, so how much... Like you said, Mason Mount, 80,000 pounds? 80,000 a oh week. Oh, my God. Like, so Obama Young makes more than he does. Uh, he's like 100-something, yeah. right? But what, to me, Reese James... That difference between him and Mason Mount... Because I think Reese James is also a Chelsea Academy player, I believe. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And so that comparison is... A little bit more fair because you know they both came from Chelsea. They are more of a similar age, I believe. Mm-hmm. They're younger than they're both younger than Sterling. They didn't come from another club, and they're both England national players. So I could see that argument a little bit more, especially in the most. I don't think Reese James is no I, that amazing. I, I agree. I agree. Uh, so if Mason Mountain saying why is he earning so much, but at the same time you can't. The owner can't but, just be like okay. But, but, but that's that's the problem. That's the problem. The problem is that like all these Chelsea players. It seems like they're only there for the salary. I'm not Mason Mount. I would like. I'm pretty sure he could get a decent salary, 150k or more, in another Premier League uh, team. Like a lot of teams would, would love to have him. I'm. Just, I just. I think he's a good player. I think he's just not getting his minutes, and it must be like the culture within the team must be horrible right now because suddenly they they were not a bad team. They had their group, and then they brought um um like multiple players all of a sudden, and now he has to prove himself with all these like changing like formations every week so i don't know like if i were him i would just leave the team but then again it also brings out i think that's also a good point in the sense maybe chelsea took it too far but if you have you know more than one person competing for your spot it also brings out the best in players for example some people make the argument that trent has kind of regressed because he's the only player who can play in his position in liverpool and so he kind of got complacent yeah maybe some players are like that that's true so maybe some players are but know. most players don't have someone playing with the position i think well, that depends. Depends. Depends on the team, right? If you have if you have decent squad depth, then there will be. Yeah, but then you're not gonna have the best of the best because no one's gonna be willing to accept to be not the main player. At some point, you are the main right back. Yeah, you yeah, no, I agree, I agree. Back. But like, I mean, Chelsea took it too far. So Chelsea Madrid. Um, honestly, to it was a little boring. I was, that's that's what I I, I wrote as well. I thought I thought it was an okay game. <laughs> it was a little more. I felt like it was just expected to happen. Madrid didn't score more goals, so yeah. I was just a bit like. Could have been worse for Jason for Tristan. Yeah, no? yeah. I mean, Madrid. Yeah, first goal, Benzema. Like you could tell, he's a lot of experience. He was the right place at the right time. 
Um, it wasn't their best performance. I think playing Rodrigo is always a good idea these days because mm-hmm. he provides a lot more options on the right, so it's less just predictable on the other side, right? Yeah. Um, you can still tell that like Madrid just like they they were not their top because Benzema makes some poor passes. Uh, like Vinicius, Valverde, Rodrigo, yes, they're good, but they make a lot of mistakes as well. Because if they didn't make a lot of those mistakes, I think it could have been a lot higher mm-hmm. than two 0 uh, especially after Chelsea went down it, to ten. It's also, I think, the the like the, the shots. I think I still do think Madrid with Vini, Rodrigo's wingers and Valverde in the midfield, they're really good. But I think the problem is all their attempts and their shots. It was straight into the the goalie, and so like they could have had. Like multiple, like more goals, but I don't know what happened. Like they were not uh, like uh, really great either, because they're. I think when you look at the game and you see Madrid versus Chelsea, you're like, okay, well, this is obvious, right? It should have been two, three, especially four. with ten men, ten, yeah, one I mean, down. Yeah, I mean, and that pass, that pass from Kroos, oh, that that yielded record, such a good pass. That's why Kroos and Modric, Modric, they give you these great passes, and you're like, oh, they're so good. Of course, Chilwell did not have any other choice but to do that. But I think overall, it's it was an okay game for Madrid. And they got two points out of it. I really, really doubt that they're going to like not be able to win in Stamford Bridge. I mean, Brighton played Chelsea in Stamford Bridge. And it didn't look like they were playing in Stamford Bridge. So I'm not sure that that's an actual factor right, right now. And this is Madrid. This is not any other team. So I, Vini, I think, I think at the end of the day... We should really highlight and keep saying that Vinny is the man. Without Vinny, they wouldn't be able to do anything. He's so important. I think people don't talk about it, but don't talk about him enough. If he gets injured, they're screwed. They are really screwed because he creates most chances. He destroyed Reese James. Like he destroyed not just Reese James, destroyed. Oh uh, yeah, they, no he one could do anything about him. He destroyed Ashraf Hakimi. He destroyed uh, what's his name, the the Barcelona guy that's amazing as well. The Araujo. He destroyed uh, he everyone, everyone that you can think of. Vinny created so many problems for them. So I don't know, like, at this point, like, it's he's really that important. So they're lucky that he hasn't been injured. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree with you. Benzema scores, but he hasn't been to the level that I saw him last year. Last year, he was he did everything for Madrid. This year, he scores, but he doesn't do much other than that. Even when, you know, he, people are going on about his hat tricks and stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like, but I think also, like you said, that they, they didn't... They, they score very obvious goals mm-hmm. because perhaps the talent, the technique to score those harder goals is not there right now. And even if yeah, it is there, it's true. only coming from very few players that could score those kinds of goals. Look at Enciso's goal today. Not yeah. not everyone that Madrid... Maybe Modric, right? But they, they are good. The Cruz could do it as well. Yeah, but Cruz, he's not performing as well as Modric yeah, right think, now. Mm. So he's aging. Uh, on the Chelsea side, Havertz did not start, <laughs> which was strange. But... Felix Sterling did absolutely oh, nothing. Okay. So I was watching the BN coverage, even though I don't understand anything, but because our we don't have cable and so we watch all of your Arabic commentary. So I don't understand any of it. But what I did understand was there was one point when Sterling was making a run, as he always does, that mm-hmm. gets nowhere, right? So he's running, 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 and then he gets completely overwhelmed by Madrid defenders, and the commentator just starts laughing. I don't know what he was saying, but he was saying something, and then when he was watching Sterling run, he just he just starts laughing. Ha <laughs> there's no words. He was just laughing. It was a good several seconds, like three seconds of just laughing. But which defender? Militao? Or... It was several. He was encircled by, oh, okay, by, okay. by Madrid defenders, and it was almost like he was... Because he does that. I see, I see your point. He, like, he goes and he knows that there's three people around him, but he thinks that he's that good 
that he will like be able to. So where's the past coming from? Where is it? No, no, ran out of space. No more. No more. Certain. I, I don't know. I don't know what to say about him anymore. And and, like Joao Felix, and we've said this multiple times. He cannot score. Like the guy misses the first chance that could have changed the game. You know that first chance just really in the beginning of the game. Yeah. He should have scored that. That would have probably changed the game. But no, he doesn't score it again because you need those things, right? Like when you're playing, it's like a champions. It's not like a league. It's like you get knocked out. Like it changed, like one game or two games make a difference. So you need you need to score every single chance you get. You can't afford to have an off match, an off you can't, day. Exactly, especially when you're when you're like this far into the competition in the Champions League, facing Madrid. And you have nothing else. What are you playing for? Felix is the epitome of Chelsea this, this season, I feel like. Just know, so yeah, much fanfare, exactly. so much news yeah, around it, so much exactly. hype, no result. Madrid, exactly. It's, like, it's, it's all they have. It's all they have. It's just like the press talking about them nonstop, but then there's no result. And also what I've noticed is that when they retrieve the ball from Madrid and also from Brighton, they lose it immediately in the midfield. They, they really can't keep it. And you saw what like really like with Brighton, you could see during the whole first half and also like parts of the second half I as well. I think they were worse during the Brighton game in yeah, terms of keeping yeah, possession. Yeah, for sure. They were, they were worse. I mean, they played the, the B team, but even when they made, made all the subs, I don't think it made that much of a difference. I mean... This... And, and Courtois, can we just talk about some of Courtois' saves? That's why, that's why I like Courtois. Whatever you think about him, he's there when you need him. In the important moments, he helps you. And that's why Madrid needs uh, like a, a goalie like that, and they've had. It. That's why I think he Madrid's always kind of have it. Exactly. That's why he's the best goalie in in the world, probably at least one of the best goalies in the world. Last year he was the best. I mean, you obviously. watched them before, right? With Ika Casillas, right? He was the he's, same. No, he was so good. Yeah. During this game, Koulibaly and Chilwell did a decent job dealing with Rodrigo, right? And 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 all his attacks until <laughs> silly Chile. That's what mm-hmm. they're called. They call silly Chile. Silly Chile's red card. Um, he's actually not bad bench with Manchero. Like I don't think he's he he tries hard. No, he like, does. He really cares. Yeah. He came out and he, afterward the game. He said, I, "I thought about it. I reflected. It was my. I apologize for making that decision. I felt like in the, but it's, it's not a bad decision. It, it isn't. Isn't he could have scored right? But yeah. um, and then Kulebali got subbed off. Kukurella. Oh my god. Kukurella got subbed off. No, Kulebali got subbed off with Kukurella. That didn't help the game. And then Kante and Silver were subbed off to the two few players who were doing well with Mason Mount and Gallagher. So, like, in that in that place, if I were Lampard, I actually would have put Ziyech. Yeah, I think Ziyech um, would have created more. Yeah. Um, Even today, he created a few chances. It's just that, like, he they started creating a few chances with Ziyech, and then suddenly, all the focus, like, switched to uh, Mudrik. And Mudrik, that's what he does. He runs, 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 kind of like Sterling. Uh, and there's, like, three players around him, and then he loses the ball. Yeah. Honestly, I don't know what they're going to do. I think they really capitulated once Madrid scored. I think yeah. they did. All these Chelsea fans saying, no, we believed in the spirit. They, it seemed like they really believed. It could have been more than 2-0, but it wasn't. No, please stop. No. Yeah. They, they did not believe. They didn't try after. Like, it just... And now you don't have Koulibaly and Chilwell come That's play. Problem, yeah. I don't know how you're going to... Yeah, Koulibaly is really important. I think, uh, to me, Koulibaly was the... Out of all these players that they bought recently, he was one of the best buys. I mean, yeah, with Enzo a little bit as well. So good luck. Good luck, Chelsea, in the second leg. I mean, I know it's at home, but like you said, I really don't think they have a chance. Yeah, if anything can happen, it's two 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 goals is kind of that weird in-between because one deficit, you can feel like, oh yeah, we got this. We can make it up. Three, nah, nah, that's that's really difficult. But two, it's like, it gives you that hope. Yeah, that's true. 
but I also don't want them to win because like they're not gonna go anywhere. They're not fun to watch. They're, they're just problems all the time. But as a like, City fan, I would want to. I would I would rather play Chelsea true. than Madrid. I mean, come on, to be honest. That is true. So it would be fun though. City, if City plays um, Madrid, it would be really fun. Yeah, really but, good game. Yeah, that's true. Uh, to, that's a good segue to uh, to the City game yeah. against Bayern. Three nil. I am so... I have not watched City play like this in such a long time. It is so satisfying. Extremely unexpected result. Unexpected. I mean, you thought Bayern were going to crush them. You were going on On about how good... Yeah, on paper, Bayern is is an amazing team. I I think teams... I think something is happening in the the locker room with the players. I think they're not like... City or Bayern? Bayern. I think there's something happening there. Because you see, like, what happened with Mane and Sane and all these problems. Yeah, I was gonna, I'm going to go into that a bit later. Yeah, and all yeah. these problems. So I feel like something something is up there because they have an amazing squad. There's nothing you can say about that. Their squad is fantastic. Their B squad is fantastic. So, But I don't think they played poorly. No, they didn't play poorly. I City just was think, just better. Yeah, they made a few mistakes. City had a fantastic, fantastic defense. So let's just yeah. say that. Yeah, oh my God. Yes, let's... The three goals, great. But defensively, it was a masterclass. So the three goals... Rodri is always a very interesting player. His first goal, great goal. And it was on his left foot. By the way, apparently... So first of all, he doesn't have an Instagram account, which is very, very rare for a football player off his... Oh, just like me. Well, are you a football player of his caliber? Do you play in the Premier League? So no, please. Let's, you know. So he doesn't have... He doesn't have social media, right? Apparently, he doesn't have tattoos so that he could donate blood. Well, that's for like Ronaldo. Is that? Yeah. Okay. But that, I always find that. Um, and now people are saying there's lots of comparisons to him, to Casemiro and like all this stuff. And I saw a tweet that made me laugh so much. I was like, you should always fear players who tuck their shirts in. I know. I know. I, because <laughs> I see him tucking their shirts in all the time. Who does that as well? Which you do. Uh, I do it too. Who does that? I'm, I'm a football player. Benzema does um, that. That's true. And when he was saying he was amazing. <laughs> it's hilarious. I was like, that is so true. Not a lot of players do that. That's so true. when you see a player tucking their shit in, it's like, no, you gotta, you gotta be scared. Second goal, it was kind of like basically the players who don't do what they normally do, which is Holland providing an amazing assist. He doesn't normally provide amazing oh assists. Silva that being assist, so ti- so wait, tiny. Wait, that assist is amazing. It was. That's it's what I'm saying. Really good assist because you would think that he was gonna pass to um Julian Alvarez and then it like turns around and goes to um who, Silva, who the Silva. tiniest oh, dude, dude on the squad. Such a good assist, and you wouldn't expect it to come from Haaland. People sure. have been criticizing him for not playing the game and just scoring like stupidly scoring, but now he like proved them wrong. It was fantastic assist. And I honestly, you see this Bernardo Silva who's so tiny and scoring a good, and you know, like the two of them, whenever they, because they, they celebrate the goal and stuff and because he, Holland is so huge and Bernardo Silva is so tiny. So when they, they hug it, jump it's like he's holding on to him like a, like, like his dad or something. He's like his little kid who's holding on to him. Third goal, Holland's goal, 45 goal of the season. I mean, there's enough superlatives yeah. about him. Bernardo Silva had an excellent game. Honestly, I think people are now singing his praises like, oh my God, he's he's not been that great this season. That's Who? my honest opinion. Who? Bernardo Silva. But Bernardo, Silva, Bernardo Silva is a great player. No, no, no. He's a great player. I think it's just that with, whether he's, his heart is in the game and whether that's he true. really wanted to that's play, that was the, that's what people wondered. But he's an amazing, talented player. He's so versatile. That's one of the things he played. He, under Pep Guardiola, he has played so many renditions of Pep's crazy, you know, ideas. Really? He's played a false nine, center forward, defensive midfielder. 
he's not the fastest, but he presses a lot. He's very creative, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and. Honestly, Alfonso Davies could not do anything about Bernardo Silva. I think what yeah. it is also is that Bernardo um, Alfonso Davies is so like strong and big and fast that he can get players who, like Mbappe who are also fast. And uh, but Bernardo Silva is not like that. Bernardo Silva is not fast. Yeah, he's, he's tiny and is technical and he's like very flexible. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Alfonso Davies couldn't do anything about it. And honestly, like you said, defensively... But yeah, you got to talk about Ruben Diaz. Oh, my God. Ruben and John Diaz Stones. Ruben Diaz is a beast. Like, he stopped or saved at least two goals. Oh, yeah. And one when he, like, did a split. Yeah, yeah. Like, that guy is massive. Akanji, uh, surprisingly, and Stones as and well. well. Akanji, okay. I, Akanji, I wasn't uh, sold until I, I like on him until I watched this game. So, amazing. Really good. I have always. Ruben Diaz, amazing. John Stones was man of the match. So basically, Pep has been playing him more as a defensive mid- midfielder recently. He's moved him up mm-hmm. and as a pivot, and he's been great. Yeah. The way that he's been playing recently, that new position, and Pep has been consistently playing him there now for the past, I think, three games. And honestly, I think he's done really well um, in that role. Mahrez didn't even play. Mahrez does not play. Yeah. I think maybe he got subbed on. I don't remember. But yeah, it was it was honestly fantastic. And I think it's also like... Um, um, uh, Upamecano. Upa, oh my god. His mistake, yeah. He had Two a mistakes. Terrible I, I game. Felt bad for him. Terrible. He's one of the most important players for France. I know. And even Bayern. I know, no, I don't think what I don't know what happened to him. It's just that like players have one of those games sometimes. So I think he was he made a few mistakes and or a couple of mistakes that cost basically yeah. cost him the game. And also, um I thought Pavar was really poor, really average and slow. I thought he was better in the games before. Uh, defending from Bayern was not good at all. Like you could see, yeah. there was so yeah. many spaces, so many spaces for uh, for Man City and Grealish. No one was watching him. You could always see when he gets the ball, he's all by himself. Yeah, that's true. Defensively, I mean, offensively, they weren't they weren't at the top. They either. weren't at the top, and Chupomoting uh, wasn't there, uh, and Nabri is not good enough. I think. And and Sané missed so many. Yeah, Sané was. He missed. A lot of shots. A lot of shots that he could have scored. But then again, City's selfish. defensively was so good that, like, even no, Ederson no, made some good yeah, saves. Yeah, exactly. Like, so. ex- exactly. But, like, some of them were, like, he could have shot shot them better, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. I think he wasn't that good. So, I don't know how Tuchel could say that he was in love with this team. Oh, yeah, that was... Clearly, it's a he's, bit ha- cringe, no? he's having a bit of a dry spell because <laughs> if he's falling in love with this team... And, and also, they just tied today. Yeah, I did see so, that. Yeah. But Dortmund also tied. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, you just got this new coach and fired the old one who was doing well, and now you have all these bad results. And I don't like Tuchel because he does not play the Moroccan player as well, like Nusir Mazraoui. I'm sorry, I know I'm a bit biased. He didn't play Ziyech either. No, but Nusir Mazraoui, the guy who's Ziyech's friend who was with him at Ajax as well, I don't know why he doesn't play him at all. Maybe he could do a better job um, than, than Pavard, at least give him a try. He didn't play in this game either, in this uh, Bundesliga game. But anyways, I was happy with the results. I want to, I'm not a City fan, but I would rather have City win than Bayern. I'm tired of seeing Bayern win all the time. Mm, I that's true. honestly hope that City could win the, I hope they could win the Champions League. I guess the biggest story was Mane hitting Sané in the face. Yeah, I still don't understand that. And like, Did you see pictures of Sané now? Yeah, with, the, with, with, his with lips. the lips. Oh my God, it was so bad. So Mane is suspended, he was suspended for today's game against, um, in the Bundesliga. And he, he was fined 500,000 euros. I mean, that seems fair. 
That's a lot of money. That's not a lot of money. You should not be a girl. Yeah, no, no, yeah, of course people. you shouldn't be punching. Yeah. Apparently there was like, okay, maybe he, he apparently he, uh, Sane made some racist remarks or something like that. Like, do you know there's another thing that happened like that? Valverde, did you read about that too? Like this Villarreal and Valverde player, I think I think it was Valverde. Like he went to the parking lot and tried to punch him. Oh, but they're on different teams though. They're on different teams. Okay. But still, like yeah, there's yeah, like yeah. a lot of violence going around, but... But maybe Tuchel didn't handle this the best way, perhaps. I'm not sure if you could have handled it better in, 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 like, dealing with these two players. You can't have people punching each other in the locker room, regardless of how, I don't know, incendiary, whatever and, Sané and said was. They were you know? talking about racism. And I'm like, oh, isn't one of them black and one of them half black? So what racism here? I don't understand. One of them's clearly way more black. So I guess... In this case, Sade is the white dude. He's the privileged white yeah, dude in this, in this. But, but in this I know change. that, like, I can tell from watching money in Liverpool and watching him in, with Senegal, he's an aggressive player. He's an aggressive person. Like, he gets upset. He's, I think, I think apparently mm, he's, think, a, he's, a, he's a really nice person. He's like, no, he's really things. nice. Exactly. He's really nice. Like, he's a super nice guy, but I think he's like a little bit, he has a bit of a temper. A bit of a hothead. Actually, I, from what I could tell, most people were saying, oh, actually, if it induced. Mane to punch Sané in the face, then Sané yeah. must have said something really yeah. bad because... Sané versus Mane. Yeah, people are really getting their names, like I do, get their names confused. That's, now they're playing on the same team! It I doesn't know. help! I used to, I really used to be, I had to pause for several seconds <laughs> to, think. to think, is it Mane or Sané? And the thing is, it doesn't help also that their first names are all five letters. Uh, Sadio and Leroy. Hmm. So I'm like, okay, all of this is just confusing. Sorry, you can't, like Sadio and Leroy are very different. <laughs> yeah, but they both have O's in it and they're both five letters. It's not that different. Do you think you're just racist maybe? I'm not racist. Um, plus, you just said they're both black, so <laughs> I'm not being racist. Um, and while lingering on City... Very quickly, 3-1 against Leicester today in the Premier League fixture. Superhuman. Uh, Holland. He is on course to break the most uh, Premier League goals in a season. He's tied with Salah for 32 goals in a 38 Premier League and There's still game multiple season. games left in the season. There's still, I believe, eight, eight games, games left for them. Yeah, John Stones had a great goal. I think, like I said, he's playing... But honestly, what I took away from this game is that City's B-squad just sucks it's just not there no no but i'm sorry that wasn't city's b squad it was that was the city's no 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 they subbed in players in the second half that's when they conceded that's the c squad no that's some of those players that you don't even know well i do know that they just don't play that much for example sergio uh cole palmer no no, my point is city has enough good players like if you just think about mahrez mahrez alvarez a lot of these players don't play that much but like they could form two teams that are not bad. Okay, well, I so guess I when I third. no, when I say B squad, those people are people that he would just rotate and depending on who he plays, I wouldn't consider Mahrez his B squad. It's not his it's, B squad. It's his but squad it's like depth. Squad depth. So that's what I'm saying. It's not uh, yeah. really B. No, no. Oh, Mahrez. Like you have players like Mahrez Gundogan on the bench. That's his squad depth. Yeah. So, but so you need to go through your main players then. Like, the second main players, then the third one. So, like, no, I think he was just trying out players. No, no, he was resting people. He's, Lester, he's, he's resting people for the Champions League yeah, as well. Yeah, exactly. And Leicester is going down. But probably, I think so. the, 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 maybe don't, I wouldn't read too much into it. But at the same yeah, time, it's like, okay, exactly. yeah, they conceded that it was kind of dangerous there. Like, the, Leicester wanted a couple penalties. And then, I, I guess the good thing is, is that they got the three points and they rested some players. Yeah. So... And, and it's good for him. He needs to discover these players. He needs to see who's good and who's not good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess I just don't have that much. And Calvin Phillips. 
ugh, he got subbed in and it just he's doing everything wrong. I think he's he's he was barely a hor- played. He's no, he hasn't. But he's a ho- he was a horrible buy for City. I yeah, think. why did they buy him? I don't know. He costs a lot of money. So, well, I mean, they don't really need him in the midfield these days. But, but. At, at the end of the day, City is back to where they were last year and even better. It's back to that threatening City that just everyone thinks that they're gonna win. Everyone just expects City to destroy everyone. That's basically how people have been thinking in the past uh, couple of years, the past three years, even the past four years, and now they're back to it. Don't you think Kevin De Bruyne plays such a big role in that? Because when he's off, everything seems off. No, when he's know. back it's on... Because they have so many... Like Before it was just Kevin De Bruyne who's amazing, but now they have so many good players. Right? So many people that can give assists. And even Grealish is playing yeah, Grealish games has of his really, life. Yeah, Grealish has... So at some point you have so many players who play well, then you're like, okay, well, everyone's scoring. Rodri's scoring amazing goals. Rodri is scoring a goal like that. I wouldn't expect him. I don't, don't like Rodri that much. And I've watched him with Spain. He was mm. very mm-hmm. okay. But now he's scoring goals like that. Johnstone is scoring a goal like this as well. So, And they have the beast of the beast, Haaland, who just scores and now can assist. So... Yeah, yeah, so... And, and, and very importantly, Arsenal tied with Liverpool. So now they just need to win all their games and they win the, they win the Premier League. But Arsenal... So everything Ar- is no, going their Ar- way. Arsenal still has a slight edge because they can still win with a tie. If they tie against City and win... If they no, all win all their not, games... That was my point. My point is that if City wins all their games, they win, like, it's in their control. Yes, 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 correct. More than it was And, and there is no way that Arsenal is going to score more goals than City because Arsenal does not have Haaland. So, and Haaland is going to try to maximize. You, know, you never know. No. They've been catching up with that goal I, difference. I, I understand. They have been catching up. And if you compare Arsenal to any other teams, any other team in, in, I think, all of Europe, they score a lot of goals. It's just that because they have multiple players that scored like nine goals. It was goal like each. City before. A lot from exactly. the midfield. A lot but now from, you have yeah. Haaland. And Haaland is already destroying records. So there's no way that that guy's going to stop. Like, I think he could easily add 10 additional goals just for him in this eight remaining games. Wow, that's a lot. Okay, well, you heard you heard it here first. He's going to score 10 more goals in the eight remaining games, so we'll see if that ends up panning out. But good for say. I I I, I like to see like I like how they play. And I think the other team that I like as well and we want to talk about the Premier League too is Aston Villa versus Newcastle. Newcastle has been doing pretty well recently in the past couple of games, but then they met this super offensive Aston Villa team. Fantastic. A really, really good game. Villa were really good. Like Watkins scored two goals. Really good goal. Alex Moreno could have Alex Moreno was a great player as well. It could have been worse if it weren't for the goalie. Was what's the goalie's name? I keep forgetting. Nick Pope. Nick Pope. Nick Pope is really good as well. I think he made some fantastic saves. And Amy. Amy Martin. Like the more I watch yeah, him, the more I realize that Amy Martin is actually a very good. It's not it's not just a chance that he was that good in Argentina with Argentina. He made a save in the 58 minute that was so important. Like, and it was, it was absolutely fantastic. And I think I saw this great Villa game from the, their, from their game, uh, the great Villa team from their game versus Arsenal. Mm. They did 3-3, right? Mm-hmm. That, no, they even played well against United. I know, no, but that game specifically because they lost against United, I think. No, but the most recent Premier League team game. They yeah, lost yeah, no, for no. The I'm just Carabao saying. Cup. I'm just saying. When I, yeah, yeah. You're talking about Newcastle or Newcastle? Yeah. No, no. I was talking about Aston Villa. Oh, Aston Villa. I'm saying okay. Aston Villa. I basically the game that made like made me really consider them. I was like, this this team is amazing. Is when they played Arsenal and they did three three, and Arsenal scored that mm-hmm. last minute mm-hmm. tie goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, who scored it? The guy they brought from Jorginho, right? They brought from uh, from Chelsea. Oh yes, I do remember. Yeah. 
and I was like, wow, this team is really good defensively. And honestly, I'm very surprised because since they got Unai Emery, and I remember Unai Emery because he was in La Liga. So since they got him in October 2023 to replace Steven Gerrard, and mind you, when they first started the, the Premier League, they had two wins out of 11 games, and they were 16th when they first started. So now they're actually sixth in the Premier League, only six points from the fourth, or of the fourth team, five league, uh, five league wins in a row, and most league points in 2023 out of all the Premier League teams. And the guy, Onai Emery, has 60% win ratio. So I'm not sure if you remember this Onai Emery, Emery guy, but he used to be at Villarreal in 2020, from 2020 to 2022, and he broke the record in Villarreal for 18 matches and being in the club. And he also got them some fantastic results because you remember, right? Like Villarreal yeah, was, was so always good. a tough team. It was always a tough team. And I've told you always, whenever they mm-hmm, play mm-hmm. Barcelona Madrid, they're I mean, such they a good team. mean, they just beat Madrid. They just beat Madrid. Exactly. They just beat Madrid. And in, 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 uh, in the Europa League, they basically won the Europa League in 2021. Right. I remember yeah. against United. Against United. But on they, penalties. Exactly. 11 to 10 penalties. And they beat Arsenal in the semi-final. Right. So yeah, that's yeah, how yeah, good yeah, they yeah. are. That's how crazy yeah, they yeah. are. And they had Unai Emery. And... They also uh, basically went to the semi-final of the Champions League in 2021-2022. And they beat Juventus and Bayer to get to the semi-final. To be knocked out by Liverpool. So that's how crazy this Unai Emery guy. And everyone's going crazy about him. But like he did amazing results for Villarreal. And Villarreal was always a good team. And you talked about it as well. Like their, their game versus Madrid. We've watched it a little bit. Such a good game. Such a good game. 3-2. They beat Madrid. And Madrid had all of its important players. And this guy, I think he's Nigerian, Chokwezi, scored two goals. And the last one, the third goal, was an amazing goal. Really, really good goal. That's why I always say that some La Liga teams are really tough. Like, you think La Liga is easy. And they're like, okay, it's Real Betis, Real Sociedad. But then suddenly you get Villarreal. And they win the Europa League. And then you get Sevilla, who won the Europa League six times. And... You never know with these teams because they do give Madrid a hard time. Yeah, they give them a hard time. But I guess in the sense that like who's actually contending for top four or top whatever, right? It's just hard. Like that's what I'm saying. When you're doing Champions League and Europa League and one game matters and you just have to be good in that game and the other game or like four games. It's not like when you do like 30 games. I think think also there are certain teams who are really good at perhaps knockout tournaments and also have a very good history and i don't know it's not luck but just something that makes them like the kings of either champions league or europa league which is a great segue into the europa league of the week because it was a great showcase of how sevilla owns the europa league they are the kings of europa league they suck in la liga but they can pull this off i i i thought and i told you this before i was like this is gonna be a six no game you are so worried you're like sevilla's gonna get crushed because i've watched them i've watched every single sevilla game and they're so bad they're not an average team they're below average team fire and relegation they're bad not because the coach because their players are generally bad they're not to, to the level of La Liga that's why they're so bad this year and I cannot believe that Manu got so lazy and not serious that they finished the game with a tie and with two own goals well at least they scored all the goals so that is positive I mean at least they can say okay well we didn't have Rashford there so Sabitzer is another source of goals very nice goals right mm. yeah and then the assists were really nice too Bruno mm-hmm. Fernandez, Martial 
great assist. You disagree, but I think Bono Bono could have done a little better. But I think he had some good saves. Honestly. Yeah, no, no, he had other good. Honestly, this yeah, this this match saves. was a mixed bag for me because when I when I whenever you watch Sevilla and I and I watch with you, I do feel like. Consistently, Bono has been terrible. He's been terrible, and that's terrible why he hasn't good. even been playing recently. Yeah, yeah. But in this one, he had some highlights. He had some good. I, I exactly. I agree. Good I don't think he could have caught those. I think those were a little bit difficult. I, I rewatched the 2022 semifinal. It was a similar story. Man United was way better, but Bono was amazing. I think that's mm. when people got to know Bono a little bit more, mm-hmm. and he saved him. He was man of the match, obviously. But I. But when you look at the shots, by the way, it's not a clear thing. I see 12 for Manu, or like I think 12 for versus 13 shots. Mm-hmm. I think 5 on target for Manu versus 3 on target for Sevilla. So it's not like a... Okay, but if you just look at the results, if you just look at the stats, but if you actually watch the game, you're like, okay, this... Like Manu is up here and Sevilla is really down at the bottom. For the first 70 minutes, yeah, United... You don't. You don't even. You couldn't even imagine how Sevilla could score. Yeah, I mean, there was like no way that they could score. No way. No way. They had some good energy in the sense that they didn't feel like you didn't feel like they gave up yeah. once United scored, but you just feel like they couldn't find it. There was no way that they could find a way to score. Let's talk about those two own goals then. So okay, the first own goal is just unlucky, right? That there's not there's not much you can say about that goal. Like it Malasia, happens. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, it happens. Jesus Navas, your favorite player. I mean, honestly, he's not good. Like, that's the problem with, with Sevilla. Like, they still have these players like Jesus Navas and Rakitic that are really not good anymore. And no. you cannot rely on them. Like, they're too old. They like they can't go to any other club because I don't think any other club would take them. Mm, so yeah, now maybe. they're just at, yeah. at, at, at Sevilla. And so I, I don't know. And, like, that's... I. They just need, like, a whole new yeah, But squad. who wants to go to Sevilla now if they're going to get it? Perhaps yeah. close to relegation, right? Yeah. So maybe best better just to stick with the players for, you do have. For them, yeah, for sure. And they used to have, weirdly enough, the guy who played really well in that game, Anthony Martial. Mm-hmm. He did a stint in Sevilla, on loan in Sevilla, mm-hmm. uh, while he was at Manu, and he had a really good game. Right. I think also that's why Sevilla is bad because I think he went back as well. I'm not sure how much, how much. Oh, I mean, yeah. How much he was doing at Sevilla, but let's talk about the most important. And Siri making all the headlines. <laughs> Or actually, him and Maguire. Maguire making more than headlines because uh, it was more funny on Maguire. Dude, Can't dude, help but laugh. I love the Sevilla energy and I love my boy and the Sevilla energy. <laughs> you cannot make that goal up. Maguire's face. You cannot make that. Honestly, I, I, I don't know why people hate on Maguire so much. He's in the wrong place at the wrong time. It's like what you the opposite of what you want in a striker. He's just there. And did you see him? He was in that kneeling position and people were like, Maguire says no to racism after. <laughs> but but let's talk about the jump. And you see where his jump is massive. It's a really big jump. It reminds us of his Portugal jump. So that's what he does. And Siri only knows how to score with his head. Exactly. Exactly. He doesn't he play knows. football. He doesn't play football. He just like scores with his head all the time. All his goals almost this year. He scored seven goals. A lot of them are headers. And I I, I still think that it would have been slightly off target if he didn't touch um, no, I think it's Maguire's head, but you're like you don't agree. With uh, me. Yeah, no, I think it was a terrible header. It was not going. It was terrible header. He had a stroke of luck by Maguire being there, ricocheted off his head, and into the goal. <laughs> Sorry, look, look, whatever you say, with his energy, with what he did, 
he basically produced a goal. That's what matters. Oh because they asked him, they're like, is it your goal, Maguire's goal? He's like, I don't care. What matters no, no, is that we It is true, it is true, it's true, it's true. But uh, it's just, now, Maguire just, Maguire is, is so much hate. <laughs> Poor guy, honestly. I really feel bad for him, though, because I think it could happen to anyone. Oh, my God. Oh, we're talking about headers that saved from Varane. Oh, my God, that clearance was so amazing. Good. So good. Amazing. It was first De Gea's save. And then Veron's clearance. Well, too bad for Man U because now they have a lot of injuries. Oh my god. I don't know what they're going to do. They basically... Bruno Fernandes got a yellow card, which I thought was harsh. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I think it was really harsh. So he can't play. He's out. Uh, and then Veron and... Veron and Martinez were injured, right? So we don't yeah. know if they're going to... Rashford, not sure yet. No, Martinez is not coming back. Martinez is off for the whole Oh yeah, season. for the... I'm saying Rashford. Yeah, Rashford. Rashford sorry. Yeah, Martinez yeah. is out. I think he, he fractured a bone in his in his toe or something. In his yeah. foot. Rashford, not sure yet, but still. like and um, So that's going to be tough. Did you see like Martinez? He was carried out by his Argentinian... Yeah. Acuna. Yeah, and Acuna and um, Montiel. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I didn't notice, Sevilla has a lot of Argentinian players. They, they, they have do. like five. Yeah, that's do. crazy. That's insane. I didn't know that. But I, I do realize, again, that Acuna is not a great player. So watching him and watching Argentina, I realized that Argentina has a lot of players that are not amazing. But it's okay because when he was playing, he could make those passes. But when you're passing to Messi, that makes a difference. That's true. He's not passing to Messi in Sevilla. So. But he doesn't pass... <laughs> Poor in Serie never gets the ball. No one ever passes the same. So think about it this way. Out of the few crosses, good crosses that he gets, or the few actual crosses, he's able to score this many headers. So imagine if you were if you were playing with Ziyech and scoring and, and crossing to him constantly good crosses. He would be scoring left and right. I did notice two funny things. Once Eric Ten Hag one, number one, is that Eric Ten Hag has one of those multicolored clicky pens. Did you have that as a kid? Oh, I saw that. I yeah, saw and, that. He, and he's like writing on his... With those, I've, never, I've never seen someone use that. And on a small, like... Uh, notepad. Like, a small no, notepad. No, no, notepad. It's not even a notepad. It was like a piece, piece of paper. Of paper. Yeah. yeah, no, but honestly, the pen thing was hilarious. I don't think I remember the last time I saw yeah. someone use those one of those multicolored sticky... Like, clicky pens. Maybe that's why he like how he remembers. He's like, I'm, what I'm going to tell Martinez to do, I'm going to write it in red. And then and what then I'm going to tell Vara to do, I'm going to write another color. Yeah, so that was my number one conclusion. <laughs> number two, uh, I think I told you about this, when Syria was coming on, uh, especially oh, because so it, it, it was Ramadan, I'm sure his prayers, like he has to do his prayers. So a lot of Muslim players <laughs> do a prayer, like, you know, Christian players and other right things. They, they, they do a prayer start. quickly before yeah, they come yeah. on. He was doing his prayer. And the, the coach, which is the new Sevilla coach, right? What's his name? Yeah. I don't remember. I remember, yeah. So yeah. Uh, so the new Sevilla coach who's only been there for a few games, like three or yeah. four. And he's like doing his prayer. And it lasted quite a long time. The camera just stayed on him. He was like kept... And the coach just kept talking to him like he wasn't in the middle of a prayer. He just just talks to him like, hey, hey you got to do this. You got to do this. As if he wasn't closing like, his eyes in the middle of a prayer. prayer. And just and then it's like he wasn't... Unfa he was unfazed. And then and he finally finished praying. He looks over at his coach and it just nods at him oh, like, yes. okay, it was so... And he's such a funny character, and so is his face. His, his face, face is so. Funny. You know, everyone noticed this, by the way. Everyone in Morocco, everyone I talked to, talks about this. Like, oh, he he didn't let him pray. Let, let the guy. Pray. Oh, so they saw it too. Of course, oh my god! When I told it. you, you were like, so no, I no. can't believe no one else noticed this. Everyone okay, noticed this. so the Muslims did. The Muslims did. <laughs> you have hilarious. no idea. Everyone is so proud of him in Syria. It's like he scored this goal. It's like it's not Maguire. People don't. I think everyone in Morocco doesn't even know who Maguire is. It's just uh, in the series uh -huh. scored a goal. Honestly, this game had too many. I don't know. You could make a whole stand-up set based on the it's, things it's, that happened in this game. It's totally unexpected results. I, I do think that there is a tiny chance 
that Sevilla could win. Oh, yeah. I believe that. Yeah, I think so that. too. Because it's going to be a home know. game, right? Never, yeah, like it's, especially if they play someone like in series, you just never know. You just need a header. You, literally, <laughs> you just need a header. He doesn't do anything else. He's not going to create chances. Play give him like a corner. Morocco. Yeah, give him a corner. Oh, that's not. That's not nice. <laughs> He's going to score a final yeah, header. Like, at least in Morocco, there's like a little bit of no, action in the midfield. Yeah, I yeah. meant in that game. This, this is all you need. They only need one goal and they need to like... Park the bus. Park the bus. Park the bus and one goal. And they're playing in Sevilla. I mean, so it, it is true because if, if, if United is not playing without... Rashford and Bruno Fernandes a lot of their attacking power is it's going to be missing yeah, too yeah. right and then on top of that if you're missing key defensive players like Martinez right and Varane, and Varane then yeah you have a chance of and series scoring a header exactly. and he does jump a lot he does jump he's really massively tall, so that... he's really tall and he jumps like crazy so I think this jump he didn't time it well <laughs> the angle was a bit off yeah the angle was massively off but then it, you never know you can always so, count on Maguire so you always like isn't that ironic you go into relegation but possibly went into Europa League so go figure honestly good for them it's just football is so fun it's hilarious <laughs> one last thing that we want to talk about is the Hakimi affair ah. so Hakimi who is currently allegedly accused of sexual abuse by a woman in France mm-hmm. is also going through a divorce with his wife and actress mm-hmm. Hiba Abouk I think she's Tunisians and Libyan origins she's 12 years older than him yeah she's 24 he's 24 and she's uh, 34 36 yeah. something like that she's more than yeah. 10 years older exactly yeah. so so basically, they're going through a divorce, and it was revealed that his net by Marca that his net worth is twenty four million, and he makes like about a million a month. But funnily enough, what Hiba discovered during the divorce proceedings is that eighty percent of his paycheck goes to his mom's account every month. His mom is name is Saida Mouh, and you've seen her before. She's like of course. literally the typical loving and caring Moroccan mom. That's how they all look. Well, she and was so, smart too. Yeah. So according to Marca. If he didn't have this, he would have to give her... More than he, half. Yeah. He well, she's asking her, for more than half. Exactly. He would have had to give her uh, 8.5 million. Okay. Right. So, and the, like literally the rest of his paycheck, so around $215,000 a week, goes straight into his ba- mom's bank account. So imagine his mom buying all like those Ferraris and all those like... No, I'm not sure she's not doing jewelry. that. But it's just weird, right? Like, it's like her bank account, her credit card. No, I mean, like, it makes sense. Like, if, if both of them thought, you know what, she's a snake. She's, she may take your money. Give it, put it under my name so you're safe. And apparently what had happened is that she show, she had no, she was blindsided. Like, she showed up to the court. Isn't this surprising? She showed up to a courtroom and then discovered that he had no money to his name. But how could you be married to someone and not, and know, not, that. not, not I don't know, know that? I feel I like that's a little I, bit It off. is weird. Maybe they had, they had a weird relationship. They only got married in 2020, I think. But they have two kids they together. Have two kids already, and uh, it, what, what's weird as well is that it was reported by all the newspapers. I, I didn't expect you to get this message. He was trending on Twitter for a good half. A I day. was so surprised. I thought it was just the Moroccan no, no, media no. covering no, no, no. it. But <laughs> people were like, "This, this is you know, a, this." You know, the funny thing is that he received so much praise from no, everyone. No, I swear, because people were like, "This is a power move." Because it's like you allegedly did this shit with this girl, allegedly, right? Nothing proven yet, but allegedly did this shit, cheated on your wife, and now getting a divorce, and then you take all that money and put it in your mom's name. Wow, what a power move! No, but I think guy. he's been doing it from the from the start. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so it's always been. Yeah, he's <laughs> been thinking of this, and people are like, "You know what, Moroccan moms—they're so smart. They know that women are gonna be like this." But that's the thing, because I think 
people in Morocco love, like they put moms on such a pedestal, maybe for, for a good reason, obviously. And so for him to do this with his mom, people just think, oh my God, this is such oh, a great a, son. It's a, such, yeah, exactly, because his mom. So mm-hmm. everyone is praising him. I don't know, what, like, what did you think? Do you think like it's fair for him to do this? Anything is fair game. They didn't sign a prenup. That's true. And so he can do what he wants with his, you know, she doesn't, clearly she doesn't make that much money. If he thought... Her net worth apparently is like 2.1. If if he had any inkling that this, she was in it for the money, well, from the get-go, I wouldn't marry her. But that's why, that's why Cristiano did not marry Georgina. I don't know, I'm not sure if they're married now, but they're not married, married, but that's why he didn't marry her. Yeah, I mean, honestly, that makes sense. You you put, but I think he was too young. He was too immature. I mean, but... I think what happened in that exchange that it wasn't just him. I think I think his mom definitely played a role because when be, you're at that be. because, age, because yeah, yeah, right? because like Moroccan moms they would like there's always this like they want to like advise you. you and apparently it was like an like uh, like an impacted relationship because uh, he's so close to his mom. Mm. I don't think like Heba liked it particularly. I'm I don't just too know much this, of a but that's boy. Exactly. but honestly, yeah, because she was so much older, right? And mm-hmm. so if even if I was a, if I were not a Moroccan, just a regular mom, you'd be like, well, this girl's an actress and she's like ten years older than you are. You're only twenty years old, yeah. and what do you mean? Okay, you gotta protect yourself. If you exactly. really want to do this, you protect he's yourself. He's the sixth highest paid player in Africa. And he's 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 like he's more paid than than a lot of players in the Premier League. Just yeah, yeah. So honestly, I, also I think it's not like it's not like Jeff Bezos and his wife that's been with him and that helped him do everything. Like I don't think Jeff Bezos would be where he is right now if we weren't for McKenzie. So I don't think the same could be said about. No, no, him, but, but but she was with him when 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 he was at Dortmund and stuff. So. No, no, she was with him, but like, as wife. Like, wife, I think, from 2020. Oh, no, yeah, they didn't, but they were together. Yeah, they were so, together. So, like, like, I think he was, like, 19 yeah, when just, they got I'm, together. I'm just saying it's not the same thing as Mackenzie, uh, like, Bezos. Like. But I, what I've heard... So she got, like, I don't know, 20 billion of it, and I think she deserves all of no, it. No, but what I've heard is that his wife is pretty hated in the Moroccan community. Oh, she's so Even, hated. Even, like, before this. She is so hated. She's so hated because, because of, of multiple things, and I think... She's not a good Muslim. Could be, could be, but like I think one other thing is also because she has like um, she had a, she has had some like a strong stance on the 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 things with the Western Sahara, Moroccan Sahara versus other people. Oh, she's Western been vocal Sahara. about this. Yeah, so she went two years ago, three years ago, she went and met that separatist group in Western Sahara, Moroccan Sahara. Why would she do this if you're married to a Moroccan? And also other things, she's not like. Super, more conservative yeah she's not conservative Wait, that's, she, that's a different she yeah she used to yeah. be an actress model maybe she's still an actress she's model still, so uh, she's in fashion or so she's like in that. fashion so yeah. it's like a, it's like and she's like not a she's not like messi's wife right she ain't mo salah's wife she ain't mo, she definitely ain't mo salah's <laughs> wife and she's not like it's like um it's not even georgina because i feel like georgina is like a little bit like i don't know i when i look at her i don't just like her like georgina is still like a mom and do you see my point or not She's more domestic. <laughs> no, 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 like that. But like, she's she she would look more supportive. Like, I was also surprised mm. that when he won all the awards, like, always, why is it that always his mom is with him and not his wife? Because he prefers his mom. <laughs> it could be. Honestly, it seems like I think this relationship, was, this relationship was doomed to fail. That's so true. Too much of a mama's boy. This is what you're gonna do to me. Maybe you've been hiding all your money. Under your all mom's the money, name. all the money that I don't because, have, because because this 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 innocent Chinese girl is gonna steal all her son's money. Sure, sure. Because I basically uh, all, during this podcast, I've been comparing myself to footballers nonstop. Exactly. So. No, but it's honestly, good. she's not because the kids are gonna get money. 
No, so no, but she, that's fine. Like, she, she's gonna, she, she's she's gonna, gonna have to get... pay alimony and all that stuff. I think she just wanted half of it because. I mean, this is money. always like a true thing. So when my parents got divorced, one of the things that like my dad just didn't give my mom any money when I was with, because one of his his argument is that if I give her money, you're gonna take it and use it. Because I was a minor, right? So yeah, it's not like yeah. she, he could give me directly money. He would have to give it to my mom. So, But he's like, I'm not going to give it to you because you're going to take it and use it. No, no, but this is different, right? Because he's still going to give her money for the kids. Well, that's what I'm saying yeah, in the yeah. future. Because she could just take that money. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I think from the this, kids. This, she, she more like wanted this money for herself. Right, right, no, no, I agree, wanted, exactly. Like, who wouldn't want it? But she's not, I'm just saying she's not screwed anymore because in the future, her kids her kids are going to keep getting that's money true. and she will still have that income, yeah, right? I'm, so. I don't feel bad for her. She's, she already has two million. So oh, yeah, she that's made not some bad. money. Yeah, but a lot of people have two. What's two million these days with inflation? <laughs> it's true. Too. Well, what is two? I'm just, I mean, I'm joking. But in but Europe, still, but, but seriously. In Europe, that's a lot of money. Maybe not in the US because it's a lot If of you live in Paris, it's not a ton. If you want to buy property. I Paris anyway. I don't think she likes right. it. Anyways, we just, we just thought it was an interesting story to highlight. I don't have a particular take on it, to be honest. It Me just, It is it's funny. Just funny. We just take away the moral problem. We take away the like legal issues in the exactly. story and just look at the fact that he put this money under his it's, mom's it's name. An, I didn't expect it from him because he doesn't seem like the brightest of balls. I think really it's it was power move from his mom. Yeah. Power move. Thank you for listening to this episode of When Football Met Soccer. If you liked it, please give us a five-star review and we'll see you in the next one. Bye.